every single one as it is Morata is going clear and there's an opportunity here to finish it off Alvaro Morata in front of the Atletico fans to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Who knew that that goal by Alvaro Morata would not only put an end to the Liverpool run as a defending champion, but would also postpone the entire soccer season. How is it going folks? This is Avi. I hope you're having a great day. And once again, thank you for spending your time with us. Today's episode is a full-on preview of the return of the Champions League. I know it sounds crazy, the league is over. The season is supposed to be over by now. But under these circumstances, while teams are still working on their transfers, we have a Champions League that still needs to be settled. We'll be discussing the new format of the Champions League, talk about all the fixtures, including the quarterfinals, and we'll round off the show with the questions from our social media and give our prediction for the Champions League MVP and the finals as well. So without further ado, let's just dive right into it. It's already Thursday. It's, it's been a great week so far. Uh, midweek already. Uh, the weekend coming up. I'm looking forward to the weekend so much. It's been a sports-saturated week so far. Plenty of things happening in the NBA down in Orlando. Then we're looking forward to the Champions League. The FA Cup just finished last week. The Serie A just finished. All these domestic championships finished. Now we move on to the all-important Champions League. So in life... We have to remodel, so you know, according to situations. Most of the curriculums relate to biological analogies. For example, you know, camel have homes to store water and fat for energy. You know, they, 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 they live in desert. And for years, they've adapted to the situation or to the environment. And that's exactly what's happening in the world right now. We've been seeing things that have never happened before, like the pandemic. You know, who would have thought even last year or even seven or eight months ago? More than other areas, sports has been hit hard. Everything's going virtual. But in our case or in sports case, can you even play from home? Or can you, can you do virtual sessions or virtual matches? No, right? But luckily for us or for sports fans, sport, sport governing bodies came up with ideas. And the Premier League has shown that it could be done. You know, NBA started or NBA restarted. Now it's, now it's already almost playoff time. Great basketball is happening right now. The MLB sprint is going on with NFL slated to start soon in a, in a month or so. Listen, the Premier League had 1,100 players and staffs. 1,100. It's mm-hmm. a massive number, right? They had... Zero positive cases after a couple of weeks of restart. And NBA has had zero positive cases in the last couple of weeks. It's incredible, isn't it? And now the onus is on the UEFA governing body. The soccer or the football governing body of UEFA. And UEFA Europa League resumption. They have their own bubble. A sort of bubble. In Portugal and Germany. So we'll definitely look forward into it today. Yeah, like you said, man, uh, sports, it just, you know, it just reminded me one of those scenes from the John Rambo movie when Silver Sir gets, you know, shot by all those uh, guns and he still manages to crawl back and get up and, you know, tries to fight back the enemies. That's my view of sports this uh, 
after the pandemic season. I mean, he was down and under, but managed to crawl back and, you know, give us some hope for for entertainment, actually. And speaking of the uh, the positive cases of Corona, I mean, are we sure that NBA got zero cases? Like, come on, I mean, it's zero for the players, but what about the staff? What about the people around the players? NBA would say the staffs won't play, but I don't know. Do, do, do you really think so? There's cases? Absolutely. I mean, Florida is right now the epicenter of the coronavirus. So you cannot tell me outside the bubble, everything is falling apart. But inside, it's just like a heaven to players. I mean, and you cannot tell me that they got zero cases in there. I refuse to believe it. Hopefully what they've said is true and they don't have any cases for both players and staffs. I mean, just be like MLB, man. I mean, look at baseball. They don't care. You think Rob Banford is looking out there and saying, uh, we should really hide the numbers? He's out there just making his money. He basically is thinking, give us all the money you want, but we'll pay the, we'll pay the season until your daughter or grandfather comes to the mound. We don't care. So, Avi, uh, you've been on a losing streak lately as far as trivia goes. Uh, should I still continue with it or let go of it? I think I'm three and two. I don't know what you're talking about, losing streak. Three and two? Yeah, Steve Kerr and then Cleveland. So I got both of them correct. I don't uh, know what you're talking uh, I mean, about. I, 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 won't, I, I won't give you the, the Cleveland one, though. Fine. Um, I think you're one and three. But anyways, I'll, I'll still go ahead with the trivia. So today's trivia is related to none other than your favorite, Manchester United. So who assisted Cristiano Ronaldo's goal in the Champions League final of 2007-8 versus Chelsea? West Brown. You sure? Absolutely. Why not John Ose? Because he's not. Why not? John Ose was a better defender dude, than uh, West Brown. Dude, I watched the game five times. Don't even get me started. It's West Brown. Yeah, I, I, I just gave it to you just to make your life easier, okay? Just, dude, you can, ask me any United, you can ask me any United question for the past five years or the uh, important games. You're going to get a right answer. Yeah, I, I just made this question up so I could cheer you on because your energy levels were lagging before this. I mean, I already got a half, a half a bottle of wine inside me, so I want to cheer up, man. Yeah. Anyways, I'll, I'll get, it to a, get to a better trivia question later. But first, some sports update. LeBron James says NBA won't miss President Donald Trump as a viewer. After President Donald Trump said Wednesday morning that seeing professional athletes kneel during the national anthem caused him to turn off the TV, Los Angeles Lakers forward LeBron James said NBA won't miss him. See, does he even have time to look at TV? I mean, I see this as a win-win situation. Borussia Dortmund expect to keep Manchester United target Jadon Sancho this summer, according to the German club sporting director Michael Zork. Yeah, Michael Zork. I mean, listen, they are trying to raise the fee as much as possible. They're selling him no matter what. His price is as the highest it could ever be, despite the I, pandemic. I don't care what he costs. Get him. And finally, Oprah's real name is actually Orpa. People mispronounce it regularly, so she changes to Oprah. How about that? So Avi, I just gave you a warm-up question so you could be prepared for the actual trivia. So here's a, here's a deal. 
So the actual trivia is, who's the highest scoring defender in the Champions League this season? Highest scoring defender for Champions League this season. Since we've already talked about defenders, a couple times, in fact. All right, let me get to the end of the show and I'll probably get back to you. Okay. Hopefully uh, your phone does the magic at least. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, the Champions League got postponed. So this year, the format is a little different from what we used to have. There were a few round of 16 ties that were not completed, such as Real Madrid versus Manchester City, as well as Olympique Lyon versus Juventus, as well as Chelsea versus Bayern Munich and Napoli versus Barcelona. All these ties are taking place this weekend. So whoever wins from those four ties moves on to the quarterfinals, and those quarterfinals will take place this upcoming week. It's, it's, it's a midweek tie, and it will be a one-legged affair compared to previous years. What? Do you not know? I have no idea about it. How do you prepare for a sports hobby? Come on, man. I mean, it's not my job, man, to look into the fixture and all. I mean, all I know is Champions League was about to start this weekend. And as a sports bidder, I know that they, the Champions League will be played every day, every week till I think the next month, I guess. All, all you feed is your liver. You, you, you got to feed our uh, podcast and you got to feed our listeners as well. Bobby. Uh, sounds like a lot of work. Anyways, the quarterfinal will take place uh, the, the middle of the week, next week. So when this knockout ties end, four clubs will be eliminated. And the four winning clubs will move into the quarterfinals of the UEFA Champions League, will, which will take place from, I think, 12th of August to 15th of August. It's a short uh, span of time, Avi. Uh, they don't have any, as many breaks uh, that they usually get. And it's, it's a single-legged try, tie that we already discussed. So the semifinals will take place uh, on 18th and 19th. Only like three days of gap in between. And, and, and a couple of clubs won't even get as many. Final will take place four days later, August 23rd. And all these games are happening in the city of Lisbon in Portugal. It's kind of like a, the bubble that we're having in Orlando for uh, NBA. Yeah, that's not my concern. The bubble, whatever, do your thing, all right? My concern is we're talking about Champions League here. And you're going to put games like three or four days apart. We're not going to get the great quality out of it. I mean, we saw in, Champ- we saw in Premier League how teams absolutely folded out. I mean, the players were just drowned out, man. Uh, they were tired on the pitch. Even though the bigger squad, you know, they were rotating and all. But in Champions League, you, you have to play your best players. And there is no way you can, have, you can expect the same quality from every of your top players in the three-day span. That's just not possible. See... This time, since we only have one-legged ties, it's going to be very interesting because... It doesn't matter. I mean, it's, if it's one leg or two leg, but we're talking about a three, three days rest between the games. See, I, I don't think any of these teams want to complain because it's, it's, it's the same for every, every team, isn't it? I'm just speaking uh, from a fan's perspective. So see, the bigger problem here I see for like so PSC and even Bayern Munich or Red Bull Leipzig who haven't really played competitive football in like a couple of couple months. So that's, that's, I see that more of a problem than, uh, you know, a small period of time. Well, Bayern Munich will be, probably be getting a practice game for, 
against Chelsea, but come on, Abi, you 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 played soccer before. Competitive fixture is is a, is a lot different than uh, uh, friendly fixtures. And these are Champions League fixtures. You are playing against the top players in the whole world, not just Europe. And you you got to be hundred percent or hundred twenty percent for each game. Of course, I mean I'm not denying that. All I'm saying is you can't expect the same quality in three days of time. Like you 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 need to have at least a, a week gap so the players could recover and again plan for the next fixture. I mean there's there's not enough time for it. Of course, that 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 being said, as a fan, we're getting a lot of entertainment, a lot of value for the money. I mean absolutely anything on the TV, I'll probably watch it. So. Art, I don't want to alarm you, but there may be a call. Take it quickly, Enrique! Ah! We might be prisoners of the moment, but let's let's go back a year ago. You know when we had those uh, semi-final ties or even quarter-final ties. Remember, Manchester City played Tottenham and uh, Tottenham played Ajax. All these games, those were thrilling games. That that's what Champions League reminds me of, and I can't wait. For, for, for these games just to if even a couple of games are similar to what, what we had last year it's going to be fabulous man I can't wait oh absolutely I'm excited man look at the first game City versus Real Madrid I mean let's go I mean the excitement level man is just crazy like listen haven't we waited six months for this the best best club competition in the entire world mm-hmm. and matter of fact probably the best two teams from each club, I mean, I know Liverpool won the league, but City, I believe, is still in the same level, uh, same level as Liverpool, and Real Madrid just won the league. So, I mean, this this matchup, man, uh, it's going to be a, a lot of exciting. It's it's going to be a thrilling encounter, and we have our hands full this couple of weeks coming up. A lot of whole a whole lot of quality ties, and that Real Madrid and uh, Man City game, it has so many permutations. And the thing that excites me the most is because Real Madrid have been amazing defensively. They have not leaked much goals. Yeah, I wouldn't say amazing. I w- I think I would just go on and say they are just they just did their job all right just to get the three points. I mean, you can say defensively, yeah, great, but for this matchup, the defense is not going to work, buddy. And also, they got their second best striker, Sergio Ramos, missing for that game. Yeah, he's, he's suspended. But that's the that's the point I was trying to make because they're great defensively, but they're without their star de- uh, defender. And they have to score a minimum of two goals at the Etihad. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what I think is Real Madrid might just be looking to, you know, get, I mean, stay in the game for like 60 or 70 minutes, trying to get the game uh, settled defensively. And maybe at the final 20 or 30 minutes, they might actually make a push for it. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm looking for a really low-scoring goals on this. You, you, you sure? I feel like it's going to be a, a going to be a high-scoring encounter for some reason. Oh no way, uh, dude! This match has so much online for Pep Guardiola. I mean, he has to get this one right. He cannot just throw out bodies and uh, get into attacking mode because he already got the lead. So he might be looking into res- uh, preserving it. And Real Madrid too. If they if they uh, push too many body forward, chances are. They might City might hit them in the counter attack, and if they concede one, it's it's game over for them. Well, uh, thing is, Man City don't really know how to defend, and the way they defend is defend from the front. Attack is their best form of uh, defense, basically. So that's why I'm I'm expecting goals. Although they they do not have Sergio Aguero to, tomorrow. 
Yeah, but that doesn't really matter. I mean, for De Bruyne, it's just he just needs the body in front. He's just gonna find a statue in that D box area, and he's gonna push the ball forward. It's gonna be fascinating for sure because see, Madrid needs two goals at least in the minimum, and another twist: Zidane has never lost a knockout tie in Champions League. Well, I did not know about that one, so it's going to be a bit interesting for me. But again, if I'm Real Madrid, I'm just putting Casemiro and De, uh, De Bruyne the whole time. You remember that game when Herrera man-marked uh, Eden Hazard the whole game for 90 oh, yeah. minutes? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, if I'm Real Madrid, I'm putting one guy on De Bruyne the whole time. Do not let him go. Yeah, but thing is, if you stop De Bruyne, the water flows from the other side. Uh, Silva, uh, the the two Silvas, Phil Foden, and all all these guys. So it's going to be fascinating encounter. Who do you think is going to win, Avi? Again, I, I wish City does not go through, but just looking at the scoreline and the squad they got, uh, yeah, it's it's hard to bet against Man City right now. Uh, I would say City is going to probably uh, get through. Yeah, and uh, they have the added incentive of playing wrong. without. See, and they have the added incentive of playing without fans, which they usually normally do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's going to be as BG as uh, match day for Man City. That Rooney goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Let's finish off our Champions League preview, shall we? Well, absolutely. I mean, who better to talk about Champions League with a United fan? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> See, we'll get into Europa League a little later. Did you see Jesse Lingard score today? Man, he's on a roll. I mean, he's back. Two two goals, two games. Jesse, such, let's go. Such a highly rated youth product. I mean, I'm happy for him, man. Or, or, I mean. or a young prospect. Anyways, so Real Madrid and Manchester City are not the only two teams vying for a quarterfinal spot. Olympic Lyon and Juventus are vying for another Champions League spot, a round of eight spot. This is a tricky tie for Juve because the tie is at stalemate right now. No goal so far. So what do you think is going to happen, Abi? Is, is Cristiano Ronaldo finally going to deliver Juventus the, the elusive Champions League? Uh, no, he's not going to deliver the Champions League, but I'll tell you what, he'll probably score in this game and will probably advance. I mean... Juventus are expected to advance, but the way they've been playing the whole season is crap, man. It's crap. Yeah, I, I, I watched a few of their games or even a few of their highlights. Uh, post-pandemic, they've been horrible. N- not just the results. Results have been fluke. Uh, sometimes they've won. Against, against uh, Atlanta, they, 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 they shouldn't have won, but I don't know. The results favor them. And in fact, in the end, they only won by a single point. Single point. Yeah, just uh, just goes to tell you how bad Juventus actually are. I mean, they won the title and all, but or how was... bad the Serie is. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if only there was someone at least as decent as Juventus with that kind of money, they sh- they absolutely should have given a, a run for the uh, uh, for the title. But again, I'm just tipping Juventus just because of Ronaldo, because you know he'll find a way to get uh, get into the goal, score sheet. It's a really tricky tie because Juventus are playing at home and if it's a goal, goal fest and it's a draw, then uh, Lyon go through. So it's a really tricky tie. But hold on. But I mean, Lyon has been pretty awful too. You can't say Juventus has been bad. The Lyon record 
they missed the Europa League this season after the restart. They've been they've been awful, man. Yeah, they they, they lost that final as well. So yeah, uh, I mean Juventus has to go through the Ronaldo, uh, the, the team they got the money that is spent, they have to. So for Olympic Lyon, uh, their keeper Anthony Lopez or Lopes, people would call it, call him. He's vital to their chances. Moving on, I feel like Chelsea are in a lost cause against uh, Bayern Munich. They're three nothing down. Any chances, Albi? Especially with the injuries they've had recently. Absolutely. You know what? Chelsea is gonna win this game. Are you sure, mate? Their Chelsea is gonna get a two-one win over Bayern Munich when they play on Saturday, and I tell you why. Because everyone is gonna field. No, 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 no. This game just gives me vibe of that PSG United game where you do PSG has to win the game, but it was a scrappy, like kind of you know stay in the game, get the late winner. I mean, Bayern is gonna put pressure on Chelsea the entire game, but I feel like they might they'll get a counter, and if I'm Chelsea fan. I'm putting five bucks on Chelsea to win the game. Get yourself rich. Uh, for this game, Chelsea will try to rely on uh, their forward uh, Olivier Giroud and other uh, super sub Michi Batshuayi of all people, and even uh, Tammy Abraham to score goals and goals they need. I know I just said Chelsea is going to win the game, but Frank Lampard would be more prepared. For the post-game conference to make to make excuses rather than the tactical decisions. See, also Bayern Munich boast not just a, a great overall side. Their striker Robert Lewandowski, who who many believe would have won the Ballon d'Or decision, is the highest scorer in the Champions League as well with 11 goals. Yeah, he's, he's, that, he's been on a tier this season. Don't get me wrong. Is that is that TikTok, TikTok videos? Uh, it probably you would have stayed away from him. Uh, the France Football Association would have probably uh, uh, given him the Ballon d'Or, but yeah, it's a stupid little dance, man. You can't do that, no. Nah. So, you even watch those TikTok videos? No, I don't. I mean, like that is exactly why I say stay away from TikTok. I mean, it just came onto my uh, random Instagram feed, but as soon as I saw it, I knew uh, France uh, Football Association made the right decision for uh, by not giving him the Ballon d'Or. No wonder TikTok is banned here. Is it already banned? I think so. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know. Uh, I don't think so. It's banned yet. Uh, but they are in talks of it. Uh, and if Trump actually bans TikTok, uh, this might be the only useful thing he has done for this country. Moving on, the fourth round of 16 tie that's left is Napoli versus Barcelona. Yeah, this game... Uh, I think this might be the last game for Lionel Messi in Barcelona shirt. You think so? Yeah, he, he's gone, man. Yeah, if he loses this game, he's gone. Uh, even even if he doesn't want to leave, I think Barcelona should seriously consider selling Messi, get that money, and rebuild the squad. No way they're gonna buy another star players and put it around Messi. I tend to agree with the latter versus the former. See, I can't see Barcelona, or I can't picture. Barcelona without Leo Messi or Leo Messi without Barcelona. I feel like the tactics he made, the, the, the thing that uh, came out in public last month that he wanted to join a different club or he want, didn't want to sign a contract extension. It's just, for the, uh, it's just for the Barcelona elections that's coming up. He doesn't like the, the, the president, uh, Josep Maria Bartomeu, 
uh, and then he's just trying to get rid of him or, or, or you know, just trying to play his part. I think he'll, he'll be a Barcelona player next season. Um, uh, further beyond 2021, I don't know yet. But uh, one thing that I do agree with you is if Barcelona sell him or try to, try to upload, upload him, sooner the better so they can focus on uh, rebuilding. As, as, as stupid as it, it might sound. How is that stupid? It's not stupid, man. Messi, if you're smart, leave the club. Go to Inter Milan. Go to uh, somewhere. Inter Milan needs... to, to Antonio Conte's side. Uh, Antonio yeah, absolutely, Conte's... yeah. Go Inter Milan and get uh, the title battle with Ronaldo again. I mean, everybody wants to see that. Yeah, that, that would be a rebirth of the Serie A, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Or AC Milan, for, uh, as a matter of fact. Plotten and Messi in the same team once again. <laughs> yeah, I'm all up for it. So for Napoli, the key here would be their striker, uh, Drias Mertens, you know, the Belgian, uh, the, the diminutive forward who's always been banging goals. His performance in this game will, will, will be really uh, important. And, 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 for, and for Barcelona, this is a very important game. I feel like they have to win this game. They have to salvage this season. Uh, this is the only uh, a big trophy uh, they're, they're, they're trying to win this season. And then it's a must win for them, this game. I know I just said uh, it's going to be a last game for Lionel Messi in Barcelona shirt. But now I think this is going to be a last game for Napoli because I think this is all they got. This is the best they can do. Also, a quick note, Avi. Do you know the player Arthur? Oh, yeah. I think he got... Yeah, he he got got transferred to Juventus. He got Mm -hmm. swapped. uh, He was involved in a swap deal with uh, Miral and Pjanic. So... Arthur is in Brazil right now, as, as, as told by the media. And apparently, he doesn't want to play for Barcelona no more. But contractually, he's obliged to at least show up. So as a professional, uh, just put yourself in, in, in his shoes. Would you rather just, just come and train with the team? I mean, all, of course, you're not going to play. I mean, or at, at least try to, try to train as, as a professional. Because you're getting paid and, uh, you know, contractually obliged. So... Do you think it's it's morally incorrect to do so for him to uh, stay in Brazil? Yeah, if I'm him, I'll probably get the money and just leave the club and probably get settled in somewhere in South Africa or South America and uh, spend the rest of my life as a vacation. But on a football side of a uh, football side of a point, yeah, Arthur is wrong for it. He can't do that, man. Uh, you have a contract. The you can see your team is struggling. And for him to come out there and say, you're not going to play for the club. I mean, geez, like, why would Juventus even, uh, why, why are Juventus even trying to get this guy? See, thing here is, I can see why Arthur is doing it. But listen, if he comes to Barcelona and at least trains, that's, that's much better than staying back home and, vac- and vacationing in Brazil. Because, listen, he's not going to get any playing time, is he? He's already been sold. So why just why 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 don't he just show up and and, and practice? Yeah, just like Gareth Bale. <laughs> Gareth Bale is a whole story, man. He did you see? He's not even in the traveling squad. Yeah, him and uh, Rodriguez both are out. How much Rodriguez are you talking about? Yeah, player of the tournament 2014. Incredible, incredible think, fall from grace. But I think the real winner here is Gareth Bale. Imagine getting half a million a week 
not to even train or play the uh, play one game a week. For me, that's the winner. And you get to play golf. Right foot across from him. Bale trying it all. Are you serious? Gareth Bale just on the pitch. One of the best goals you'll ever see in a Champions League final. A couple quarterfinals are already set. Timo Werner-less, Red Bull Leipzig play against Atletico de Madrid. Yeah, this game, this has to be the most confusing game of the entire uh, fixtures. I mean, you look at Leipzig, probably a good goal-scoring team, you know, exciting team. And then you got Atletico Madrid, who is just dead, uh, doesn't even uh, offer anything except counter-attacks. So, go, go I don't, so I don't really know what to make of this game. See, I don't, I don't expect a whole lot from uh, Leipzig just because their key talismanic striker... Uh, Timo Werner is not with them anymore, so there's no outlet for that side. So it's it's going to be a what? struggle. Why did he leave uh, before the season even ended? I don't know. He already signed, so that's that's what the contract says. I mean, imagine Chelsea not making the Champions League. That would have been fun for him. On the other hand, uh, Atletico de Madrid, uh, they they they've come so close a handful number of times in the in this format. They, they they're known for their uh, you know uh, knockout games. You know, Simeone just getting over the hump, getting over the line. You know what's 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 crucial about this uh, affair or, or or this team, Obi? It's it's a dark horse, Atletico Madrid, and this is why. Their uh, most expensive signing, Zao Felix, he signed for them last summer. He hasn't really hit the scene or hit the heights yet, but since this Champions League is happening in Portugal, he has that added bonus of playing at home. So we might see a resurgence of Felix. What say you? Wait, did Felix even play this season? I mean, at least he tried. 150 million for, like what? I mean, what exactly does he offer in the squad? A whole lot. A whole lot of what? A whole lot of uh, promise. Promise? 150 million worth of promise. I mean, that that has to be the most expensive uh, promise ever. Come on, give him a break. He's a youngster, okay? I mean, it's, it's not his fault that Atletico Madrid, you know, forked out oh. those that that amount of money. And young players these days, they're not given enough time. Obi, sometimes the, you you need a, a couple of seasons at least to gel. Exactly. Then why pay him one fifty? Why not pay him one fifty? For what? What exactly has he done in his career because, to make to, yeah, he, to pay yeah, him one fifty? I mean, that's not justified. I wouldn't pay him either. But Atletico Madrid were ahead of the game. As of now, it looks like one of the worst uh, contracts in the history of... Uh, of yeah, yeah, that's true. But give him, give him one more season at least. I mean, he might turn out to be another Dembele here. Dembele was a flop. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, he might actually turn out to be Dembele or it might end up, end up being uh, something special. I mean, listen, Neymar, I remember when he, was, when he signed, I mean, I'm not trying to compare him to Neymar, but when he signed for Barcelona, I think his fee was 60 million or something. That was, a, that was a huge fee. That was a huge the, fee at that time too. The, on, but, the, only, the, the only player who is more expensive than Joe Felix is Kylian Mbappe. And if he, if, he, if he does even half of what Mbappe does in his league or in his career, then yeah, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, Atletico Madrid uh, actually got a good signing out of it. Don't get me wrong, Avi. 
I'm saying I wouldn't pay that amount for that guy. But right as of now, he hasn't performed to the heights that he that we all expected. At least give give him another season. Well, Simeone should be fired for this. Talking about which Simeone, isn't he the highest player paid manager in the whole world? Mm-hmm. Oh, a manager, insane, insane. Yep, a manager who always chokes in the uh, knockout stage. But the hard work he puts in, man, is just substantial. Hard, well, hard work, like what? Cheering, I mean, jumping up and down on the side. That is not hard work. He chokes up every knockout stage. What do you mean hard work? Yeah, but with the with the resource he had, I mean, he's he's punching above his weight. I mean, the only punching he does is probably the punching in the air after Atletico really scores. But again, Atletico Madrid will never, ever, ever win anything in their life, ever. See, the, the, you... the whole club is the whole club is placed there just to get in somebody's way. That's it. I mean, they won the La Liga a few years back against all odds. Oh, please, in the in the peak of Messi and Ronaldo, that's that's a huge thing. And 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 you picked a couple of sides that won't win anything. Uh, Houston Rockets in the NBA, so mm-hmm. it's 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 interesting. I'll I'll we'll, we'll try to get the, the get the listeners going on 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 this. Yeah, Houston, Houston Houston Rockets is equivalent to Atletico Madrid in soccer. So who is the James Harden? <laughs> Diego Costa. Uh, Felix. Over overrated, overpriced, ch- choker. I don't know. Whatever. Always shoot from long distance. So the last quarterfinal tie that we're trying to talk about is Atlanta against Paris Saint Germain. Uh, I mean, we all expect this to be a cricket scoreline. Uh, maybe not cricket, but baseball for sure. Okay, I'll, I'll, seven, I'll give you that. Seven five, PSG or seven six Atlanta. More I mean, like who a knows? Tennis scoreline. Yeah, so for Paris, uh, their star striker, Kylian Mbappe, is, is out, I guess. He won't be fit in time. His ankle ligaments are, I think, slightly torn. Um, so it's a tough, tough blow for them, isn't it? And, and against Atlanta, who have been a free-flowing side, you know what this side reminds me of? Um, Ajax from last season. Yeah, yeah. Uh... And I mean, we all saw what Ajax did at the end of the season, uh, choked up a two-goal lead. Uh, I wouldn't say Athletic Atlanta will probably do the same, but I think this is it for Atlanta. I mean, uh, the PSG got a better squad, and they should probably handle their business. Yeah, but Atlanta are a dark horse, trust me, because I've seen them play a few times, and their forward line, Josip Ilicis, the Slovenian, who is doubted? Uh, who is doubtful for the game? And you know why, Avi? Not for injury. I have no idea who that is. So Josip Ilicis is a 32-year-old uh, Slovenian striker or, or a winger, who is who's come uh, really good of late. Last couple of seasons, he's ha- he's he's having uh, in, in, insane stats. So this guy went to Slovenia to meet his girlfriend and finds him. Uh, sorry, finds her with another guy. So basically, his girlfriend cheated. So he's trying to. He, there's rumors that he might retire just because of the the stress he's been under. Sounds like your love story, man. The, the, <laughs> see the one. <laughs> Don't bring that up. <laughs> see the one from last year. So I feel like they're gonna miss him a lot if he doesn't play. Um, he he he's their uh, outlet up front, and and. Elsewhere, they have Duvon Zapata, who, who is doing really good. Listen, this Atlanta side is fearless. Paris, if they're going to underestimate this side, who's going to say 
they're not going to have another Barcelona game. Um, I have no idea any of those players who you just mentioned or the coach, whatever. I mean, like I said, this is the best they can do and uh, probably stay out of the tournament for next season so we can get somebody uh, deserving. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Like What? Yeah. What are you trying to say, Avi? Come on. We, do, we don't need that for this. So if it was uh, how Atlanta played against Valencia last time around, Man, I have, they're playing I have, I have, silky I have not football. They're free-flowing. I have not watched a single Atlanta game this season. What Don't do you want me to say? Right Come I on. mean, uh, we get the hell out of PSG way. If you ask me who plays the best football or who's played the best football among all these teams in the Champions League, I would probably pick Atlanta. That's good. That's how good they've been. Come on, Avi. We expected more from you. So, I mean, Barry Munich, what? Were they playing baseball? I'm not saying Bayern weren't good. I'm just saying Atlanta were good too. I want you to sit there and tell me you watched a single Atlanta game this season. The I whole did. game. I did. Not, no, 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 not highlights. A game. A game, yes, I did. Which game? The, the half of the Valencia game. It wasn't live. <laughs> so you watched one half of a game and then you decided, you know what, that's the most exciting I game. Mean, I mean, I, I watched that, that half plus the other highlights. You, they don't even show that on TV. How, how, what am I supposed to do? Champions League is on TV. What are you talking about? It's but, on TNT. But they, but they don't show the 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 Atlanta game. And when Atlanta's game is happening, they only show the other games. Come on, Avi. Exactly. You, you know, the, you know better than me. The reason they don't show it because, because nobody cares. Nobody's not you. So let's let's watch this affair. Just because you said something against Atlanta, I really want Atlanta win, to win this game. All right. You want to put a friendly wager on it? If if, oh, yeah. PSU, if PSU wins, shave your beard. How about that? Say my beard? Yeah. What if Atlanta wins? I share mine. Ah <laughs> uh, no, I I have more to lose. Anyways, we'll we'll let our listeners decide on that. Okay. Does it does it sounds fair enough? Uh, I'm good, and I mean, if I'm taking PSG against Atlanta, yeah, I'll take I'll take PSG anytime. It's Neymar trying to feed it through. It's a stretch, and it's in. And I can't remember the last time I saw something like. Extraordinary scenes at the new camp. Sergio Roberto, the substitute, is the hero of the hour, and it is the greatest Champions League knockout comeback of all time. So, last but not least, we'd like to take a few questions from the fans. Um, so, first question, Avi. I think I already know the answer to this, but I'm, I'm still going to ask: Ajax last season or Atlanta this season? I mean, definitely Ajax. Why would I take Atlanta for for a team who I have not even watched a single game? But Get out of here. Did you watch Ajax though? Ajax, yeah, fairly yeah, after the Champions League, yeah, I did. Like I said, I mean, if Atlanta goes past PSG, then yeah, I'll I'll probably watch the game. But as but yeah, I, I think despite what I said before, uh, I think I'm still gonna go with Ajax because. Listen, last season's Ajax, I've never really seen side like a side like that. Total football. It reminds me of uh, Holland's 1980s total football. Just they had like no intention of defending. Just you know, pass and movement, like free flowing at that pace. You know, first touch, boom. Yeah, and funny thing you said they had no intention of defending. We saw that in the final 15 minutes of the game. <laughs> yep. So. We've already posted this on our official page. Would you rather have a 
three Champions League medals or one World Cup medal? I know I'm, I, I'll probably be in the minority when I say I'd rather take a three Champions League road than a one World Cup just because, I mean, Mario Gocci won the World Cup, but where is he now? Like, what is he doing? I mean, come on. Give me, give me three Champions League in a, in a row. I'll probably be relevant for, for another 10 years. Yeah, but same. You you could but say the, value, the same thing yeah. about a, but the value, of course. I mean, every player dreams to get the World Cup, but now everything is just love football, and I don't know. Yeah, I feel like from a personal standpoint, uh, winning the World Cup it will be a whole different uh, phenomenon compared to uh, winning Champions League thrice. Don't get me wrong, winning Champions League once, not even thrice, once is so hard, so elusive. Ask PSG fans, ask Man City fans how hard it is, right? Arsenal. So anyways, next question. I think it's more relevant to you. Uh, Golden Glove with a great defense or winning medal with a trash defense? I mean, we're talking a team and a personal glory, right? Yeah. But I'll, yeah, I'll take a medal. It's easy. I mean, why would you take... I mean, I don't think so. There's any player who would prefer personal glory over a team medal. Yeah, I mean, they, they wouldn't prefer. But but going through your comments in the last episode reminds me that you'd actually prefer Golden Glove instead. I mean, I would do prefer winning a Golden Glove, but not over winning the medal. Uh, okay. I mean, Man City. I mean, Edison won the Golden Glove, but if you ask him, hey, would you take the Premier League trophy? Yeah, in a matter of heart, he'll change that right away. He would, but. He already did it last season. Anyways, is it sweeter to win the Champions League as a player or as a coach? Not that we have won any anything, but... I mean, do you think? the coaches don't even matter at all. Uh, of course, the players. You think Why so? coach? Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's sweeter as, as a manager. And I'll, 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 I'll tell you why. Because as a player, you have the control over the game. Okay, So you're literally there and you can actually influence the game directly. However, as a manager... There's nothing you can do. I mean, you can give the tactics to the player. You can say, you can, hey, say, or you can, you can ask a player to to do this or to tactically change your position or, or, or play a different formation, different style. But you can't do anything about it. Just sit and watch, sit, relax and watch. So how is that more sweeter than the player? More sweeter because, it, because the, the hard work that you put in preparing oh, so for the, the game. Oh, wow. So the coach puts more hard work than the players to win the game. Of course. I mean, players do put their physical effort in, in the game like while practicing as well. But tactically speaking, the coach has to be there at 8 a.m. each morning thinking about the next uh, next team, how they prepare and all that. From that standpoint, I'm, 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 I'm saying. Coaches has to be there at 3 in the morning? What? I, said, I said 8 a.m. each every day. The coach I, who, I said 8 a.m. every day. If there is no player, who is going to coach? It's not about just coaching. He, he has to lay, lay out all the platform, all the tactics, all the formation. He has to, uh, you know, find out the videos or, you know, you know, all those miscellaneous things. But all those tactics don't mean a thing once you're on the pitch. Yeah, but there's a there's lot more that goes into it. I, I think I, I, I don't even have to argue with this. So you would rather win argue a trophy? So you would rather win a trophy as a coach than playing by yourself and uh, uh, winning the match by yourself. That's what you're it's, telling it's me? It's not a would you rather, what sweeter. That's that's what I'm saying. And I think only the likes of Carlo Ancelotti and Zinedine Zidane can answer this question. I, I think I would really want to listen to them instead of you. 
So Avi, do you have the answer for the trivia already? Uh, I think I already forgot the question. So the question once again, who is the highest scoring defender in the Champions League this season? It's not Wes Brown. Okay. Yeah, I think he retired a long time ago. Um, I was going to say Sergio Ramos, but uh, I think he was just good at La, uh, good in La Liga. Um, can I get a team? What team is played? Or what team he plays for? Inter. Oh, that's Inter the, oh, that's the best hint I can give you. I mean, the only defender I know is uh, that guy from Atletico Madrid, uh, Godin. But I, I, I'm pretty sure he's not the one. Diego Godin, no. Yeah, and I don't know the other other player names. So, yeah, I'll, I'll put put that on your L column. No, I think we gotta restart this because uh, the score has been too much uh, of a trouble for me and you. I mean, I, I think I'm leading three one. You say I'm losing three yeah. one. So we're gonna even this out zero zero. We start again from next week. So. Yeah, we'll we'll start next week. Right, thank we'll you. restart next week. Anyways, the answer to this question is Asraf Hakimi. And actually, he was he, he transferred to Inter Milan just recently, but he used to play for Borussia Dortmund no clue. last year or so. No clue. Modric takes. It's a header from So we have come to the end of the show. Um, Avi, you got anything to say for our listeners? Uh, except I, I, I beg that uh, please don't hate on James Harden. Well, it's not. It's not that I don't. I hate James Harden. It's just how would I put it? I don't like him at all. Is that fair? Fair enough. I mean, yeah. he's not the only one you dislike, but he happens to be known by a lot more people. That's that's the only difference. Of course he's known. He's known for his beard. That's about it. The choker. See, I can't convince everyone. On that note, we're coming to the end of the show. Please do follow us on Instagram for latest news, views, reviews, and memes. Also, subscribe to our podcast on various streaming sites such as Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, and so on. And even we are on YouTube as well. The Legion of Sports Podcast. YouTube, huh? Mm-hmm. That is not why I go to YouTube, man. I go to YouTube to watch those mysterious top 10 space videos and all that, all those things that don't even make sense. I'm really excited, to be honest with you. Um, we, we, we've expanded our uh, horizons now. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. So our listeners, you can enjoy uh, there as well. Although it's just uh, audio spectrums. So on that note, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Do join us next time for more content, more news, more views and reviews. Till next time, goodbye. Peace. Michael Porter Jr. is the greatest basketball player of all time.